0: All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, This is going to be our first weekend wrap up of Moby Dick. On the weekends, I'm going to be discussing different topics around Moby Dick, give my thoughts about what's going on or things that uh, have resonated with me. Uh, I should say I'm not a literary critic or an English major. I have not studied Moby Dick. And if you have, uh, I'll probably be saying some really obvious stuff or stuff you may disagree with. Uh, If you'd like to drop me a line about something I got wrong, please do so. Uh, by reviewing the pod on apple podcasts uh, and i'll give you a shout out for schooling my dumb ass um, so yeah so this week i just think it would be uh, uh, interesting and probably the best place to start would be uh, with the character that we've spent the most time with so far which of course is ishmael what do we know about him he was a school teacher he says in the first chapter quote uh, and more than all uh, if just previous to putting your hand into the tar pot, you have been lording it as a country schoolmaster, making the tallest boys stand in awe of you. The transition is a keen one, I assure you, from schoolmaster to sailor, end quote. Uh, this makes sense because he's obviously very literate. He references the Bible. His own name, Ishmael, means wanderer. He's the eldest son of Abraham in the Old Testament. He references Seneca, uh, other Greeks, Euroclidon, which I had to look up. It's a weather system in the Mediterranean that blows in a certain direction. And old-timey uh, Mediterranean sailors had a specific name for th- for this wind. They'd call it Euroklodon. Um, We know Ishmael's been sailing before in the merchant service. And it seems that uh, he's been depressed before and has gone to sea as a, a remedy to that. He says, quote, whenever i find myself involuntarily pausing before coffin warehouses and bringing up the rear of every funeral i meet blah 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 then i account it high time to get to the sea as soon as i can so it sounds like he's done this before and on that track i think we should talk about his frame of mind you know we learn that he's been depressed generally gloomy and going to the sea is a cure for this mood um but in my re- in my reading of it, I think I misread the depth of Ishmael's funk. Um, he says of the sea and depression, quote, this is my substitute for pistol and ball, unquote. Pistol and ball. Ball here being bullet, right? I mean, he's suicidal. He reckons it's better to go to sea than to shoot himself. Um, so this isn't just a case of the blues. It seems like, He's in a dire place. Um, and that's where the story starts. Um, uh, we also know that what? He doesn't have a lot of money, which is why he settles on the Spouter Inn. He passes uh, all the other inns which he considers too jolly or bright. And he thinks that he can't afford it. Uh, I- I'm not sure why he doesn't have a lot of money. I don't know if we ever get that information. Um, yeah, it seems we just haven't discovered that yet. Maybe he's out of a job. Um, Uh, You know, what happened to the schoolmaster gig? Um, You know, we don't really know. Uh, And clearly, uh, he can go on this voyage because he doesn't have any students. So something happened with his schoolmaster job. He got fired. He got let go. He decided he couldn't handle it anymore. Um, And as a result, he's also fresh out of cash. Um, He also seems to be a, a loquacious dude, which is something that I've been accused of myself. Uh, He tends to rattle on quite a bit. Um, When the boat is first leaving the harbor in Nantucket and Peleg is going around shouting orders and whipping people into doing work, he says, quote, I felt a sudden sharp poke in my rear and turning around was horrified at the apparition of Captain Peleg in the act of withdrawing his leg from my immediate vicinity. Right? I think a normal person would just settle on I got kicked in the ass. Um... I'm, I'm re-watching for the <laughs> time uh, Frazier, and it just feels like he's Niles Crane, which is Frazier's brother from the TV show. Um, he just seems very similar to Ishmael. He's hyper-educated. He's a little neurotic. He worries constantly. Uh, and he occasionally gets swept up in being kind of a normal average Joe instead of kind of a um, erudite snob. Um You know, I think some people could very well uh, interpret Ishmael as doing sort of blue-collar cosplay. Um, He's not of the Nantucket whaling world, but he kind of aspires to be. Um, He also, you know, straight up tells us that he's going to the sea for mental health purposes. Um, And I imagine that there are people out there Uh, that don't find these traits to be positive ones. Um, And I'm not sure that those people would be entirely wrong uh, in thinking that. Um, But to that, I'd say that I I don't think he wants to go to the sea because he wants to be a working-class sailor. I think particularly in this last chapter, we learn that there's something really wild in him that wants to be free. He talks about how the Pequod is... The, the Pequot is most against its own nature when it's in harbor. A sailing ship, by its nature, must be unsafe. It's more home in a gale or a storm or on the high seas. A ship needs to be, be uh, a ship needs to be free, and it needs to be close to danger that the sea represents, right? And of course, here he's personifying the ship uh, to mean the people on board, the sailors, Bulkington in this instance. Uh, but himself, too, I think. Um, years ago, I was listening to an acting teacher who was doing a Q&A, and she had just got to saying that there was a distinct difference between the genders. And she wasn't implying a value judgment. She, was saying, she wasn't saying that one of these things is better than another. Um, but she said that men like to go out and have adventures, and women like to nest. Which isn't to say that women can't have adventures and men can't nest. Um, And maybe it's bullshit, I don't know. But that line struck me as mostly true. Um, And Ishmael's a guy who uh, goes out into the world for an adventure, perhaps fighting against a stale existence. You know, I myself, when I was 24, I decided to live and teach in Korea and I think about that time in my life and I can intellectualize why I did it. But I'm also like, what the fuck was I thinking? And in that same way, I think maybe Ishmael also can't explain his own actions to himself. And on that note, that's probably a good place to close our wrap up on Ishmael and chapters one through 23. Um... Uh, it feels very fitting that our first wrap-up was exactly the moment when the story, uh, uh, when, we're, when we're, we've left land, when we're finally, we finally made it to the high seas. Um, if you like what you heard, drop me a line on Apple Podcasts, uh, and thanks for listening. We'll be back on Monday with Chapter 24, The Advocate. Thanks so much.